Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my friend and Slayer sister, Ananga Sevier. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and love to mix up a potent blend of coaching, Ayurveda, yoga, EFT tapping, and so much more. Today we're going to be discussing how to manage anxiety in the workplace. This is a topic near and dear to an old version of me 10 years ago, and certainly uh, Ananga can relate as well from her experience back in the day before we stepped into our entrepreneurial roles, we realized that a lot of you uh, are going to the office on a daily basis, and we wanted to talk about how you can make that more comfortable. Welcome, Ananga. Hi, Shan. I am feeling so honored and blessed to be together with you again today and to share this podcast with our listeners. As you said when we were talking earlier, we're working together over Skype, and we're working individually at home these days, so we're not having to deal with office space and commuting, but I remember it well, and I remember that when I was working in London many years ago, that was when I was suffering with anxiety, so I hope that what we have to share today will be supportive for those who are working in those situations. And there really are so many components to to that, the getting ready for work, getting out the door on time, the actual commute itself, getting to work on time, uh, just getting there, right? And then you also have the office politics, deadlines, decision-making, and often high levels of personal interaction. And if you're more of an introvert, that can really take a a lot away from you every day. When you think about 40-plus hours a week, that is a lot to ask of yourself. So we're going to just cover some tips today that will help you feel more comfortable and calm at work. And there are things that uh, I used to use and continue to share with friends and clients. And I know that, that you do the same, Ananga. One of the places to start, in my opinion, is to get a good night's sleep every night as much as you possibly can. And, and before you go to bed, to sort of plan your day Give yourself an idea of what's going to happen the next day so that you're not surprised by it. Give yourself plenty of time to wake up in the morning. This was not something I used to do. I used to push that snooze button over and over and over again, especially towards the end of my career when I just didn't want to go in anymore. (laughs) But But what I noticed was the more I hit that snooze button and the longer I lingered in bed, the more stress I created on my body trying to get out the door. So then I wasn't eating right. I was snapping at my husband. I was speeding to work. You know, all these things, putting myself in in really in harm's way and, and raising the level of my stress and anxiety. So getting to bed early, allowing yourself to get up early and have enough time to sit and enjoy a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and just gently wake up versus blasting yourself out of bed. 
I think those are really important points. And it's interesting just how many tactics for coping at work don't take place at work. So I would add to that at the end of the day, leave work behind and allow yourself a peaceful evening as best you can, some self-care time, some family time, go for a walk, read something nice, eat a peaceful dinner, maybe take a warm bath before bed. I think it's really important to contain work as much as we can and not let it spill over. We can take a tip from a lot of people that like to practice meditation and then have a family situation. For myself, when I became a mum, I'd already been meditating for many years and I found that it had great benefit for my mind and my anxiety levels. And then when a baby comes along, you are giving full attention to the baby, naturally. Same with work. Work is a very attention-grabbing situation. So for me, I found I coped best if I still got up early while the baby was still asleep and I had that little bit of quiet time in the morning, some reading, some meditating, as much as possible. We all know that that's a time when plans can really go out the window. But to this day, I cope better if I have quiet time before I face the world. So I think that that example can really apply to work too. As you said, we want to avoid work sometimes. We want to sleep more. We want to hit the snooze button because there's something there to face that we're not entirely comfortable with. But sometimes getting up early, doing some inspiring reading, some breathing practice, something grounding and healing, something that gives us some self-care is more beneficial. And then we've got that with us before the day starts. And then the other piece is, you know, we've talked about what to do before and after is what to do while you're there. And my corporate environment experience was very, very positive until it wasn't and became very political. Oh, you could just feel the energy some days. It was so thick and dark and, and uncomfortable, especially if you're a sensitive person. You can really feel all of that. And then to have people, you know, for me, it felt like coming at you all the time, needing mm. something, needing something, needing something, answer this, follow up with this. And then if it's an unhealthy environment, it's even more of, of uh, explaining yourself, defending yourself, or it can be uh, having to on the fly, make a presentation or be responsible for a situation that might have gone sideways with a client. You know, there's so many different variables. And if you're in any of those situations, sometimes you can handle them with ease and grace, and other times it just feels like too much. And this is where deep breathing comes in. This is where making sure that you have your rescue remedy available that you know how to use the calming point that we talk about so much, that you learn how to do EFT tapping the night before a big presentation or even, you know, the morning of that presentation in the bathroom if you need to. Mm -hmm. All of these things to prepare yourself. If I found myself in a situation where I was stressed and scared and just really wanting to curl up and kind of blow off what was going on, the very best thing that I could do was just stop and take a nice deep cleansing breath and then take another one and then another one and then remember that this too shall pass. I will face this. I will do the best I can with this. I know how to take care of myself. And caffeine is something that 
I need to bring up as well is please limit your intake of caffeine if you are in the workplace. It's not helping you to add caffeine, which is going to help raise your stress and anxiety if you're already in that place. I'm not saying don't drink coffee. If you like coffee, drink it. But if you drink coffee and it causes you more anxiety, as we've talked about over the years, that caffeine can really do a number on your body. Think about how many people you hear talking about having their second, third, fourth cup of coffee or buying these energy drinks or whatever it is that they're doing to try and stay up and stay awake and stay energized for all of this work that they have to do. It's actually working against you. Mm. These energy drinks themselves just blow my mind that they sell as well as they do. Yeah, I think there's such an expectation to keep going and keeping going really does build stress and anxiety and this thing of, you know, having a cup of coffee to get by, to keep going, to get through, to be awake, you know, to do, do, do. It puts us under so much pressure and it does raise our heart rate and it just jazzes us. And and that's what we really don't want when we're feeling anxious. Experiment with herb teas would be my recommendation. Take some chamomile tea to work. It doesn't have to make you sleepy at bedtime. If you're relaxing, it might make you feel more relaxed and more sleepy, but usually doesn't make me feel more sleepy during the day. I drink lots of chamomile tea, lemon balm tea, very good for anxiety, peppermint, good for a nervous stomach, licorice. Be careful of licorice if you have blood pressure issues, but that's also a very hydrating, soothing herb. We're all concerned about our health and keeping more hydrated. How much water are we drinking? Herb teas, counters water. There's no dairy in there it's just clear warm fluid so my recommendation is to have a collection of sachets of tea with you at work and sip those throughout the day you can also add rescue remedy to the tea so you have that with you as you go you won't be at all surprised by this shan my other thing is if you can wear earphones at work do so if you can find a comfortable pair of earphones a lot of anxiety sufferers are very sensitive to noise so if you want to practice concentrated work alone and you're in an environment where you can safely wear earphones or it won't be seen as a, too much of a disconnect from your colleagues, I highly recommend having a calming playlist and investing in some earphones that feel very comfortable and soft in your ears that you can wear for long periods of time. I'm really glad that you brought that up, Ananga, because from my experience, I could close a door because I was in an office. And I didn't even think about people who are in cubicles or, you know, with people all around them and how much more that could heighten your anxiety. So that, yes, absolutely, having noise-canceling headphones, always a plus, in my opinion, should always be available (laughs) for us when we need them. And my daughter feels the same way. And thankfully, her teachers allow her to do that. Uh, when she's studying or even sometimes when she's taking a test so that she can really focus and not be hyper-focused on all of the noise around her. Today we've talked about how you can manage anxiety in the workplace, and it really does begin at home, both before and after you go to work. While you're at work, you can do your very best to practice the calming point Take deep breaths when you need to. Use EFT tapping. The herbal teas will help in place of caffeine. When people are coming at you or you know, when it feels like you just really need a break, take a break. Get outside. Take fresh air or 
go to a window, look outside for a moment, give yourself a moment. You have that moment. And the other piece that I think is really important that Ananga brought up is leaving work at work. Now with all of our smartphones and the umbilical cords to all of the technology that we have, we can sometimes feel like we need to respond immediately when we really don't. And in our home, I've been learning to just, even though I'm not going to the workplace, I have clients in all different time zones. And so sometimes the people on the Pacific coast are just getting started. And my day's been over for several hours. And so if I check that smartphone or if I'm checking email, that could throw me right into work mode when I really want to be in family mode and give myself a break from a full day of work already. Yeah. Again, this comes really under boundary setting, doesn't it? It's the, it's the thing of, you know, when you have a lunch break, have a lunch break, move away from your desk, allow yourself to do some nice reading, some nice breathing, something that supports you. And when you're away from work, have a break from work as best you can. And the more we can practice allowing ourselves this as a, as a coping and supportive practice, the more others will sense it as well. Very often, People that are always available have an energy of being always available. And how often do you hear you say, oh, I'm just going to call this person. It's like they'll complain, but they'll answer. I know they'll answer. So you know, if we're in the habit of not answering, not picking up outside of work, unless we have an arrangement where it's an absolute emergency, then take that time. Family time should be family time, rest time, and then you'll show up for work less stressed, less anxious, and even better at your job the next day for allowing some self-care. I hope that today's podcast helps anybody who struggles with getting to, being in, and coming home from a stressful workplace. Anxiety Slayer has been offering a free podcast for more than six years. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step -step support on getting the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Are you ready to take action against your anxiety? Enroll in the Anxiety Slayer Academy now and you can get started today. Visit anxietyslayer.com forward slash support.